Mates, welcome to episode 23 of the podcast. If you're tuning in, thank you for stopping by, my friends. I really appreciate it. Um, I know I can sound annoying at times, and I'm sorry, <laughs> but it really does mean a lot to me that uh, people stop by and listen to this podcast, and it's just something that I never want to take for granted. So thank you, my friends. I really do appreciate it. Uh, on today's episode, man, do I have a treat for you, my friends. Uh, I'm so happy to be doing this intro. I really am. I'm so happy uh, because my guest on today's episode is someone that I consider family, someone that has grown to become extremely special to me. Uh, she is the one and only my barber, Trish. Hello, Trish. How are you? <laughs> uh, Trish is, uh, again, one of my favorite people of all time. She uh, she has been a barber for over 40 years. Uh, she's retired now. But uh, when I first met her, she was uh, the owner of her very own barbershop. It was called uh, Trisha's Barbershop. That's where we met. And honestly, the rest is history, man. I, I, I love this woman. She is She's so beautiful inside and out. She's so strong inside and out. And my love and appreciation for Trish has just grown throughout the years to the point that even now I just view her like my, my very own grandma because... That's how much uh, Trish means to me. So Trish, if you're listening, just know that I love you so much. Anytime I'm around you, life is more beautiful. I, I, I love talking to you. I, I love laughing with you. I just love our friendship so much. I really do. And I just feel extremely, extremely lucky to know that I have someone like you in my life. So thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for sitting down for two hours and laughing with me and thinking with me. Because I had the time of my life and all we did was talk. <laughs> um, this episode is honestly something that I'll cherish for the rest of my life. And I just thank you for, for giving that to me, Trish. Thank you so much. Uh, friends, I don't want to talk too much. So uh, episode's getting ready to start. <laughs> so enjoy the episode. Thank you for always listening. Thank you for always tuning in. And Trish, thank you so much. I love you. Enjoy. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah. I never thought that I'd be smoking with you in this podcast room. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I tell you what, I didn't think I'd be doing this either. 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 That's some good gas. <laughs> <laughs> So you got you got your food over there. You got your sweet tea. Yeah, my sweet tea. You got tea. your lighter, the ashtray. We're yep. Sh- we're sharing a cigar. I think we're ready. Okay, sounds good to me. Um, it's not a whole lot for me to change. How do you? How do you? How do I sound over there to you? You sound good to me. You sound like you're right there. I am right there. Oh yeah. We're both right there. <laughs> Let me take another hit and I'll pass it to you. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's good. And the ashtray's over there. I think we should just... You want to just finish it, and then we'll pick up on the next one? Or do you want to pace ourselves? You lost me. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me. I have no idea what the hell you're saying. Do you Do you want to finish that, that cigar? Oh, yeah. We should just finish it now. Okay, we'll finish the cigar. Why not? If You don't have to, though, if you don't want to. But I, I don't know. I'm an old hippie. You're an old hippie? I'm an old hippie. Heck I love yeah. that. I haven't introduced you yet. 
and we already started. For those that are listening, this is my personal favorite of all time. <laughs> my dear. You know what I look at you as, honestly? What? Like my grandma. Really? I mean that. I'm everybody's grandma. Well, I don't like you I've saying been, I've been it. everybody's mama. Don't say that. All the children. That- I want to feel special. Oh, you are special, baby. <laughs> you are special. I'm just kidding. But you do feel like my grandma. And I mean that. I have this friend that I talk to on, on a weekly basis. And I always talk about him to you, about you to him. I'll tell him, oh, man. <laughs> I go over there and she cuts my hair. And then we start smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> you don't tell everybody that, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I don't give names. I don't give names. I just say my barber. <laughs> I might have showed him a photo one time. I'm sorry. But it wasn't on purpose. I just wanted to show you off. <laughs> oh, I had my teeth in my mouth at that time. But yeah, you, you honestly remind me of uh, a beautiful, loving grandma. Because when I grew up, I didn't have a grandma. Like I, I, I have grandmas. I think one of them already passed away. Uh, but just for reasons that I still don't understand, we were never a part of uh, family gatherings. Really? Yeah. So, if uh. you put a if you put a gun to my head right now and you said, "What's the name of your grandma?" I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. Ooh, my grandma didn't like me, and I didn't like her. But well, I didn't go to her funeral. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh no, huh? She didn't like me. It's strange, right? Family's strange. Like, you get along with some and then you don't get along with others. That's the truth. You know what I mean? And some of them stay, some cousins stay together uh, and stay close to each other for years and years. And then others don't even talk. But that's why I just love you so much. Because even though I never had a biological grandma that mm-hmm. I never grew up with, I always wondered what it was like to have a grandma. Because I would have my friends tell me about their grandma or their grandpa. And it sounded so beautiful. But I never got that experience. And when I met you, I'll hand it to you. When I met you, I think I was like 18, 19. So was this you was, that old? Yeah. Because I, I was already an adult when I met you. Uh, But I think I was barely an adult. Barely 18. Barely. Yeah, barely. Because I've known you, I think, going on 12 Maybe 12 and a half years. I can't remember. But I remember I met you. Man, if you told that kid that lady's going to be special to you, I'd be like, you're lying. What? Like if you told my, my younger self. Oh. That you would become special to me. My younger self would say, you're lying. Yeah, she's just a barber. She yeah. just cuts hair. She just cuts hair, yeah. And now, I know. <laughs> and now all these years later, like. We're smoking weed together. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we have dinners together. We 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 talk about each other's lives like if we've known each other all our lives. We do. We we really do. And, and I give you good advice, and I don't try to be a smart butt. Or nothing. I just tell you my my thoughts. Of course, I ain't the brightest whatnot either. I hate how you say that because even though you were at a disadvantage, you you, you accomplished so much. Uh, you still are. You you not really have accomplished a lot. I mean, how many people do you know that 
that are illiterate that own their own business, a yeah. brand new truck, a brand new, uh, what's that thing called? A pontoon boat? A tri-haul. A tri-haul, that's what it was. And a motorhome, I mean a travel home. Yeah. I own that all by myself. No one taught you how to do those things. Mm-mm. You, for those that don't even know, like, your barber career is famous. Yeah, I had son say, did you know you're a legend? I said, I'm a legend? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, everybody knows you. Here, you cut hair forever for everybody. Everyone knows who Trish is. (laughs) Everyone knows. (laughs) That's why I feel so lucky that we have this relationship. Yeah. Because here we are Recording this episode, smoking weed together. <laughs> like, I'm smoking weed with a uh, legend. Uh, yeah, God, don't hold that against me, please. Not in a bad way. I'm not. <laughs> you know, if you're not going to. Oh, no. If God you're not, knows what I'm doing. If you're not going to talk good about yourself, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're too humble. But you are. Like, everyone knows. Oh, our, our joint went out. We're rookies. <laughs> 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 We're rookies. <laughs> But it's true. Thank you, miss. <laughs> Can I say miss? Is that bad? <coughs> Should I be calling you missus? I ain't no missus. Are you Are you a, a miss then? I'm a miss. Hadn't been married in a long time. But then again, I, I'm happy. I don't make a good wife. You don't say that. Oh, well, okay. You well, just, if you, I did, I wouldn't I be think, married four times. I think I think the reason was this because you never allowed bullshit. Well, no, I got strong morals. I think morals has a lot to do with it. A lot of beliefs and a lot of morals. Because it's better to let them go than... Sorry, to- I was taking a puff. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there was a, a silence just because I was taking a puff, my bad. <laughs> You're terrible listening at you. This is some good stuff, Trish. Uh, I can too. Do you want to keep going? Yeah. Oh, we're dropping it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so beautiful to see you smoke a blunt. <laughs> yeah, now don't tell the other kids. <laughs> yeah, we don't we're not we don't promote this. Whoever listens to it listens to it. But hey, think about <laughs> think about this. Think about this. Imagine, because, you know, you, you and I, <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I got the giggles. <laughs> Go ahead and just put it out. <laughs> just... <laughs> Make sure you breathe. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's oh, beautiful. That was, hard. that was a beautiful laugh. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> Drink some tea. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's it. Got caught in math. I just don't know it yet. That's some good smoke. Really good smoke. <laughs> what was that? Heck of I know. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it just, I couldn't stop it. No, I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting my ribs on it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> oh, cool it, Trish. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, it's all good because this isn't live. <laughs> this is just being recorded, and then I'll release it like a day later. A so day of water? I'll, I release it like a day later. Oh, okay. Because I got to edit it. I got to put the music in there, and I got to do a little intro. So it takes a few days to do that. Oh, really? Yeah, so even though we're recording right now, it'll be like, what's today, Wednesday? Yeah. So by third, by Friday, it should be released because it takes me a few days. So don't think like we're being live right now. People can listen right now. They're not listening. I mean, they're listening right now. That's in the future. <laughs> Wait, I'm too high. <laughs> <laughs> but that's in the future. I think I was watching a movie like that. Like what? In yeah, the future? In the future, yeah. What, what was it called? Let's talk about that. Well, I don't know. It was pretty good. I watched it the other night. Really? Yeah. What was, how, how was the movie? I've got where I've got my days and nights just about mixed up. <laughs> I ain't kidding you. I, I keep staying up until 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> sometimes 4. Are you a night owl? Uh, no, I just sit in that damn chair. I'm so sick of that chair. <laughs> Man. Sick of that chair. Because it's too comfortable? <laughs> No, it's not comfortable. I've, I don't know how many times I fell out of that chair. I, oh I have fell, literally. You're falling from a chair. I'm and you sliding keep... out of that chair. I'm falling face first out of that chair. I why, mean, do you, why do you keep going back to a chair that keeps making you fall? It's on chair I got. <laughs> I can't seem to get myself getting... Well, I need to get some... I don't know what you call it. Uh, furniture. That's all I got, some chairs. Those are bedroom chairs. Are you serious? Yeah. They're for the snobby people. Oh. Uh, we got to get you another chair. <laughs> why, am I just, why am I just hearing about this now? You mean to tell me that big old chair you keep falling out of? <laughs> Kidding you, Sam. Mom, you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> had to go to church and had a big old scab on my nose. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, no. Scar's still there. You didn't tell me you were falling from a chair. I guess I get loose as a goose when I... I don't know. I'm oh so little, I, I'd curl up in a little ball and i fit right in the chair. Can we uh, can we tell people how much you weigh or is that frowned upon? Oh, no. I don't care. I'm old. <laughs> I ain't what does young. that mean? I ain't, I ain't young no more. But I did find a picture I had an almost double chin. Of you? Yeah. I was pretty I was pretty hefty. I got up to 150 one time. 150? 150 pounds one time. That's not hefty. That's pretty big for somebody my size. <laughs> I'm I'm like one of them shrinking <laughs> things that just keep shrinking. I'm getting smaller and smaller. You are. I am. I didn't realize that. I want to carry you everywhere you go. Just because I love you. <laughs> I want to carry you everywhere you go. I my, really do. My brothers used to do that. Do some of the silliest things. <laughs> like, How many brothers you got? I got one sister. And that's all? No, no brothers, yeah. Just her and I. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. And she's uh, one year older than me. Well, I'll be dog. Yeah. And you got... Oh, I, I'm, there's four in my family, but no, my little brother, no, I'm the youngest girl, the only Oh, girl. that's right. 
Yeah, the youngest girl in there. You're the last, and, the last girl. Yeah, and then two brothers that are real brothers, and then I got a um, the, all together. There's seven brothers and two sisters. Oh wow! Yeah, but we never lived with each other. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, dad decided to marry somebody and claim those kids. Mm. So it's strange, right? Like I, I can't talk much about it, but can you believe that your your age right now? No, I'm telling you what, my body is just giving out. I mean, it sucks. It sucks getting old. Let me tell you, it really, really does. Well, if you're going to do it, you guys better do it before you hit fifty. Well, I don't know. As time changes, you guys will start getting old around. 50. 50 50 everybody's getting old looking. yeah it's when their hair starts turning gray and and stuff like that and they're old not as strong as they used to be nah i think i'd look pretty good for my old age you look amazing uh yeah my face does anyway. i don't even i don't believe that you're in your 60s <laughs> you mean in my late 60s and ready to be in my 70s I don't even believe that. Yeah. And that's the truth. <laughs> but I don't believe it. You, you you always walk around with such a beautiful smile. And even that's probably because I'm high all the Oh, quit. <laughs> oh, way to ruin the moment. That was well deserved, though. <laughs> that was well deserved. I walked. I walked in on that one. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, what an episode! What a start to an episode. When you when you said that, it reminded me of. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, what a start! <laughs> this is a this is a bad a bad sign that our ribs are gonna hurt all night if we're starting like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I needed a good laugh. Let me tell you, I needed a good laugh. I got so used to stucking over there at the house that it just I, I kind of. I even told the doctor, I said, I'm kind of wigging out getting out of the house. You you know, everybody yeah. told me I had to stay home. and Yeah. Now I stay home and no, I don't want to go nowhere. It's just real now hard you, to get out of the house. Now you've become what you didn't want to do, just stay in the house. I didn't want to stay in the house. And oh, my goodness. I mean. Apparently. It's been raining every single day. For the last half a month, month and a half, <laughs> it, it has. just it sucks, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I'm laughing at the way you say it. I'm not laughing at what you're saying. It's just your tone. <laughs> oh, it's it's so real. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's so I'm so, I feel so lucky to be to be able to capture this conversation. <laughs> 
tell you what. <laughs> you want to laugh, you'll listen to this conversation and go, this, oh my gosh. <laughs> this will probably, honestly, will probably be like my favorite episode of all time. <laughs> I'm, I'm only saying that because I just love you so much. And I've been I've been hounding you like, please, can uh, can we set up a day to do this? And something always ends up messing up. I know it. <laughs> it's either like, oh, sorry, baby, something came up. Or it's me like, oh, I can't because I had to stay late for work today on the day that, you know, it's always been something. It's always something. So to finally be able to do it, I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm just like a little kid at the candy store. Like, yes. Oh, that's yes. what she says. And she, I, she wants me to do one with her. You should definitely do that. Like that's what that's, oh, she wants to know my life story, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. Maybe you, you, maybe people around the world hear that story. You know. Well, it doesn't matter how ugly you are, how bald you are, how fat you are, or how skinny you are, or how scarred up you are. You're a beautiful person on the inside. You just have to seek for that person. Beautiful. Look at that. Yeah. Some old person one time told me, Trish, you know you got a knack of being, you can take something really ugly and you'll see some kind of beauty in it somewhere. I go, really? I didn't know that. And I used to, and I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought uh, everything was pretty to me. My mind doesn't work as fast as, uh, but once I know something, I know it really, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just, remember, remember when you had the barbershop? You always had people in there. Man, I did. That was a good family barbershop. I remember you were so busy, you would forget to eat. And it wasn't even on purpose. It was just that you literally forgot to eat. <laughs> I remember that. You always, had, <coughs> you always had someone in there getting a haircut. Yeah. But then you also had a lot of people asking for help. Yeah. It was the strangest dynamic. What's that mean? Like it was the strangest combination. Like you had on one side a paying customer who wanted a haircut and you would do it. But then on the other side, you would have a person that would walk in and be like, Trish, can you let me borrow $10? Oh. Because you were so giving, you were so loving. That is, you were kind of accepting the money, you were also, like, helping. That's because I didn't have no brains and nobody taught me how to manage money. But even then, yeah, maybe there were some mistakes made, but. All you cared about was like, are you, is this money going to be able to feed you or something? Is this money going to be able to take care of you for right now? I believe, I myself believe that when somebody asks you something and you give them money or clothes or buy them something, it doesn't matter what you pay for it and should never bring that subject up of what you paid for. Yeah. It should you you give from the kindness of your heart. And when you're giving it, you're giving it on the the uh ideal that the guy will spend it or the woman will spend it as really needed. 
Right. Now, if they go out and they buy a bottle of whiskey or buy some drugs or cigarettes or whatever, that's fine because when you gave it, you gave it from the kindness of your heart. If they don't spend it the way you think they should, that's that's not right because you never give something and expect something back. Right. You always give and then... Because I hate to give people money. I used to hate to give people money, and then I'll see them buying stuff, and I'm thinking, I just gave them my last $30. Wow. And they'd be doing something, you know, ice cream store or or something. But then again, I just, I don't know. I I, I guess I just think different. Well, you still saw the beauty in it. Well, yeah, when I give it away, I just... That's what people really need was money to see them through. That's what life's all about is to help each other. You know, it's just you give and then hopefully they'll give to somebody else. Yeah. And when they need help, you know, it's just a give and take thing. It feels like that's less and less in today's world. Well, that's the truth, ain't it? This world's real. Oh, I'm glad I'm on my way out. I lived in the good air time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah, y'all's going to have it really rough. They're going to be getting in them flying cars <laughs> and and space stuff and and people going to the moon or wherever. And that's just, I wouldn't want to live in that time. I just... My brain don't work that fast. <laughs> it just don't work that fast. I'm still old-fashioned. Right. I still whoop with a, a fork instead of a whooper. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know why. Just always has. <laughs> you have to have it that way? I would just to have it. Right. Yeah. Make do with what you got. What 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 was your favorite your favorite era so far? Of your life, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 10s? I, um. Hey, bring that microphone up a little, a little closer to you. Grab it from this front. Yeah, just bring it closer. There. A little bit more? Right there. there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now what? Uh, What was your favorite era that you've lived so far? Like a I think t- it was... Oh, we went to a lot of dances. Boy, I don't know, man. I'm pretty old. <laughs> My sister would always talk me into sneaking out the window or sneaking out when <laughs> dad and mom go to bed. Yeah. And I'd always get the worst whooping. Every time I'd always get the worst whooping. <laughs> For sneaking out? Oh, heck yes. So they would always catch you? Oh, hell yeah. Daddy would always catch us. I dang he'd get that. I remember one time Daddy hit me, and I said, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and I thought I was dead. I thought Dad was going to kill me right oh, then no. and there, gal. Oh, wow. no. oh no! If I could kill my Daddy, done shot me. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm not laughing no more. It's scary. <laughs> oh yeah, That's Daddy. Scary. My Daddy was. He didn't believe in wearing. Uh, you put your pajamas on, you go to bed. That that's just the way my daddy's rules were. You know, you don't run around in your PJs. If you got your jammies on, you got your shorts on, go to bed. Yeah. Just kind of sucked. 
So he was strict? Uh, Daddy was, yeah. He was pretty strict. But then again, I had a sister that just, dang, she'd go out one guy and come home with somebody else. (laughs) She got more beatings. Man. But she kept doing it? Oh, yeah. So she would just take the beating? Oh, yeah, yeah. She'd just take the beating. As long as she got to go out? Oh, yeah. Wow. She Daddy beat her with a belt buckle one time, and all the way up to the second floor where the bedrooms were at, and I'm telling you what, she had imprints of the belt buckle on her, or the buckle on her, and it was bad. Oh, no. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> were those just the times back then, that's how you handled your kids? You would hit them? Oh, yeah. Violently? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they've been drinking. Or depending on how mad daddy was. How old were you uh, when this happened? Well, I was about 13, 12 or 13. Oh, so you're sneaking out from that age. Yeah. It's a Sneak young age. That. Hell, yeah. <laughs> well, remember? Oh, you don't remember. I-, I didn't look like a little girl. I got pictures of me at 13, 14. And I look like a woman. Oh, no. When I went to school in Lincoln, Nebraska, and we had to go to school with all them, uh, what do they call them, them, uh, well, all the colored people, and we weren't allowed to live on where the whites were. Oh, we had minorities. To, okay, that's the word. What is it? Minor- minorities. Minorities? Yeah. Okay. Or you can just say POC, people of color. Oh, really? Yeah. Sound like COPD. <laughs> What's that? Funkin disease. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> well, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well. <laughs> but yeah, POC or you can say minorities. Okay, min- minorities. You you all weren't allowed to live with the whites. Because Daddy was dark complected Indian. Oh. And Mama was white. Freckles and redheaded. Oh, and so we weren't allowed to live on the white side. We had to live with the Italians, you know, all sorts of different people, different backgrounds, different, yeah, from all over. So, so that was your favorite time growing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, when I was little. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was. Sounds like you got to go on some cool adventures. Oh, well, we did. And my sister, she had always... Sister didn't have no boobies. (laughs) She didn't have nothing. In fact, she looks like me now. (laughs) But I I don't know how, but I had the biggins. And... (laughs) <laughs> we would go out with the guys. Uh, we call him Greaser. <laughs> and the Greaser, he had a, uh, what do you call it, a hearse. Uh-huh. And he'd come and ask Mom and Daddy if we could go to the lake and go swimming for a while. And I don't know how Dad uh, knew him, but anyhow, he'd always say, yeah. So they'd take us girls, just the two of us, and we'd stop someplace and he ever get his beer and whatever, and Sharon and him get in the front seat, and I'd be with whoever they had me stuck with. 
And I always get stuck with the ugly ones. The wow. ugly ones? <laughs> I'm serious. There was one called Froggy. Uh-huh. And he looked like a frog. <laughs> he was so long and lanky and such a big beer belly. And Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Oh, my bad. goodness. Yeah. I didn't like going out. Well, I was too young, though, because I was only 13, I think. So he would he would ask permission from that age. Well, I don't know what the. I guess he was driving kids, at fourteen. Yeah. Whoa! Remember, I didn't look like a little girl. Oh wow! I looked like a woman. I was just short. Man, what what do you think is uh, the biggest difference between that and now? Because like you tell me, like the just hearing the beatings sounds like. A rough way to grow up. Like if you did that in today's world, you'd immediately go to jail. Oh, I know. Oh, absolutely. Well, Daddy never hit him in the back. She'd, he'd always hit her on the ass or the legs. Whoa. Yeah. We had to go up these stairs and a platform and then go on up and then another platform before we got to our bedroom. So Daddy really could just beat the crap out of We'd be walking slowly up behind her, and Dad and Mama's trying to stop him, and she'd get in the way of the buckle, and then Daddy'd get even madder, and yeah, my sister was wild. She sounds like she wanted freedom. She just liked sex. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She just. She just. She. She was never scared of nothing. What? I'm serious. Really. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't scared of anything, anything to have a good time. If they couldn't kiss like she wanted them to, then they couldn't screw. So she'd go home with somebody else. Whoa! Yeah, that's the way she looks at it. How much older was she than you? One year. Wow. Mm. I was a little on the heftier side, but I, yeah, I was pretty chesty. Isn't that, um... We went to a black school. <laughs> In fact, I remember in Lincoln, Nebraska, their snow's different than ours. Ours is what they call wet snow. Up north, it's a dry snow. So when you hit it with your car, the snow, it'll... Oh, okay. And just fan out. Okay. And when we hit it here, we slide. Yeah. Because it's a watery kind of snow. <laughs> and... It was, it was uh, pretty well, but you have to dig a path. They would, People would start and go around a whole block because the snow would go way over our heads. I mean, it, it was really deep up north. Okay. And up north, the farther you go, the deeper the snow would be. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So you get to North Dakota and it's like... Yeah, the snow gets real deep. There's feet... Feet of snow. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine waking up. Well, I actually did, but yeah, we did. Lived in Chicago, Illinois. You lived in Chicago? We lived in Chicago. I don't remember. I must. It was after I got burnt, so it must have been six, eight, maybe. Oh, I remember you told me that. Yeah. That was a long time ago. But the snow, we opened the door and, and uh, you had the... Did you go into the house? Yeah, we lived in a, a duplex like 
apartment. Uh-huh. And the people next to us uh, was Hawaiian and black. He was black and she was Hawaiian. And she'd come over and we'd learn how to Hawaiian dance. And <laughs> I got that down real good. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it's just, it was, the snow was just so deep. You couldn't, when we opened the door, there was, it was just all snow. Whoa. Yeah, you couldn't open the screen door because screen wow. door you have to open on the outside. Right. So, and the garage was down underneath and it was buried on the Whoa. bottom floor. Yeah. But daddy was a roofer, so they didn't roof at that time. <laughs> oh, okay. Why have we started talking about snow? Heck if I know. <laughs> I get lost, get little thoughts. <laughs> I go from here to there, here to there. You, you, you've lived such a, such a positive life. I think that's why we're doing this right now, and we're just having a good time because you have such good energy. I got good energy. Yeah. Now you might say it's because you're high, <laughs> and maybe you are. Just a little. <laughs> just a little. But I've never seen you, I've never seen you mad. I mean, I've seen you rant. Like, you'll tell me like, oh, did I tell you this? You know, like you'll tell me stuff like that. But oh. I've never seen you furious. in my entire life. I've never seen you furious. I've never seen you out uh, of character. Like, I've always, maybe it's because you see me, so you're being more respectful. Who knows? But I mean, I've known you for almost 12 years, more than 12 years now. Every time I see you, I give you the biggest hug. Every time <laughs> we see, <laughs> every time we see each other, we give each other the the, the biggest kiss on the cheek. Like yes. Every, every every time I see you, we exchange stories and we we, we laugh like crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, the haircuts I try to make them last longer, but it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> Jeez. You know, you're the only person that's ever cut my hair, except for one exception. One other person cut it, but. <laughs> but you've always cut my hair like for 12 years it's only been you and we'd have conversations i'd always tell her but honey i'd have to take my time i want i can't hurry on him <laughs> do, would you want me to hurry on you <laughs> i can't do that i'll spend whatever time it takes to cut his hair lucky enough i was fast enough yeah that i could do it and i had good tools but i mean we just i remember i remember like when you when you announced that you were closing the barber shop because it wasn't it. That was when he they bought the land, right? Yeah, they bought the land, so that they're like, "Hey, sorry, I sold property." But I remember I, I was just like, "So what's gonna happen?" And you're like, "I'll I'll find a way to cut hair." And I would always call you like, "Hey, are you still cutting hair?" But I think at that point it was more of me just wanting to be around you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I could get a haircut anywhere. From, you know, it's going to cost whatever it may cost. Well, but I don't, have, I don't have that relationship with anyone. For me, the, the I get excited to go over to your house because while I get a haircut, we're going to keep talking and talking and talking. <laughs> and then eventually we'll have dinner. And then eventually, like, hey, you want to smoke some more weed? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not. Well, that's true. Like, I get to hang out with you. And on top of that, I get a haircut. But it goes back to what I was saying earlier about how I've never, I've never known what is what it's like to have a grandma. But it's great to have a. My grandma was a good grandma. 
My grandpa was a little sick sucker, but uh, that's in the past. Oh, but, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Did that scare you? <laughs> scared the daylights out of me. I, I, wow. <laughs> Watch my hands, Trish. Your face lit up like you, <laughs> yeah, like you, saw, a, like you saw a ghost. <laughs> it lit up real fast. I just want you to know I really appreciate you. You mean so much to me. Oh, I appreciate your friendship, baby. I you, you can't imagine how it makes me feel strange, but it feels good. Somebody wants to somebody actually wants to hear my voice. I want you to um I want you to become like a nighttime story voice. Nighttime story voice? Yeah, like I, I wish like they could find a way to program your voice. Yeah. And it'll be like on radio clocks telling you a story as you fall asleep. Because <laughs> I love your voice. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's strange. I, I apparently do have a voice that sticks out because I was at the flea market and I did not see the woman and the child, but the woman come walking back behind. I was talking to Kenny and she recognized my voice. She said, I knew that was you. And I What? Yeah. And when I was in the grocery store on that side of town, somebody would hear me talking to one of the kids. And they'll like follow me around. They don't want to say nothing because they're kind of embarrassed, you know. <laughs> and if I can recognize them or I think I recognize them, I'll say hi. But when they hear my voice, they just. <laughs> they know who it is. Yeah, they know who it is. That's how I feel. <laughs> I love your voice. I love your presence. I I am more uh, I'm more loving and caring when I'm around you. Not saying that I'm not when I'm not around you. I'm just saying with you, I want to do everything with you. You want to go volunteer in the mountains? Let's go do it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to smoke? You want to smoke ten grams of weed? Let's do it. <laughs> that that sounds like something that. The kids would say, "Like I, because I just, Mom, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Mom?" <laughs> I'd always make the plans, and and it was nothing to take thirty five people camping with no, us. No, you like I you've always it, been. You know. I think you're like the, like you know that phrase, the glue that keeps everything together. <laughs> like I don't think because it's you, you you don't you can't recognize how others feel about it. But I don't think you understand just how impactful you are to others if someone listens to this and i'm sure a lot of people are going to recognize your voice oh wow man because you've done so much like for the community i remember you you used to get free haircuts all the time i remember you being on the news yeah two or three times i think and they're always they're always talking about you like woman gives free haircuts for those in need like it was always something that you don't you always t- you always said like i i don't have much but i can give but i can i can still give back and it was always with those free haircuts you're always giving back yeah I, or i'd say well honey i give free haircut i don't give them once a year i give them every monday is what i used to tell them i don't i don't give haircuts once a year that free haircut thing and, and that's that's nice. I mean, that's good that people do that. But I did it every, and I think I did it for 11 years. Every Monday. Every Monday. Yeah. 
I'd always tell them, well, it beats sitting home watching grandkids, so I'll come down here and cut hair. But I was fast, and I was good. And that was one of your busier days. Yeah, Monday's always always busy. (laughs) (laughs) You always did it. Yeah, I did. With a smile. And I I remember how your hand, I think you say it now, like my hands are just slowly going away. Yeah, my hands are just, I wore my body out, is what the doctor said. I wore my body out. So I used to, oh my gosh, well, I had a big giant oblong 16 by 16 by 36 I'm thinking it was long as long as my house that two-story house I lived yeah in. I remember that yeah and I had a big old pool back there and uh, didn't it burn down it well it burnt but it didn't burn down that wood in that house is so petrified that was awesome wood good wood they took out the bathroom downstairs but they tore all the walls down. It's now open. The whole upstairs is all open. There's no bedrooms. It's oh, just, just all open. open. Yeah, it's all open. People like open spaces now. And I think they got one of the bedrooms turned into a full bathroom. Uh, they got a good deal on it. Whoever got my house got a good deal. That was a tough one. That was a real tough one. I knew Mom and Grandma and Grandpa and all of them was just turning over in their graves. But that's what I get for listening to people sometimes. Did you ever find out who it was? Oh, well, yeah, I know who it was that made me lose my home. He's a, he was a meth head. I didn't know that, but... <laughs> Oh, well, you live and learn. Sometimes you make good choices and sometimes you make bad. And really, to make it come out, it'll be all right. I pray a lot. <laughs> yeah, your faith is so strong. Yeah, I, I oh, I can't do it. Uh-uh. I can't do it. I have, to have, I have to have somebody I can look up to and God to I look up to. Yeah. <laughs> your faith is so strong and beautiful yeah I got a lot of faith uh, I can't read can't spell, can't count <laughs> my memory's getting really short like me, I am really getting short yeah but uh, my memory's real short anymore but I know I know what I know I know and I I can't read the bible but I listen to my uh, teacher when I'm in church, and I'll give him a strange look if I don't understand. He'll he'll turn around and and I'll go <laughs> and he'll make a strange face, and he'll he'll explain it. <laughs> he was pretty. He was pretty good. He just. And everything that he has told us has came and has done months. He told us months before it ever happened for any of this all happened. He told us to make sure we got water. We got water and groceries and food and pack your freezers full. 
when this uh, that epidemic thing came through. COVID? The beginning of it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said it was going to come. Uh, he didn't say COVID. He just said there'd be like a, a, fanny, a famish. He said uh, everything will come to a halt. He said be prepared. So you need to stock up. I'm telling you. And he read a scripture and and uh whoa oh yeah very smart and he's in his oh probably mid 50s maybe mm. is that what carries you when you have tougher days of your faith oh yeah well kenya and i wake up listening to gospel music in the mornings that's the first thing we do kenny mm. first thing kenny does in the mornings is listen to the god bless america and oh what's that other one Oh, Saint, can you see? And he'll play. He'll play that, and then he'll go right straight to uh, listening to gospel music. And to get my attention, to get me up, he'll turn it up loud enough that I have no choice but to listen to it. <laughs> and then I'll wake up, and it's usually about six in the morning. And we just listen to gospel music, and then about nine or ten, we'll be listening to uh, Jelly Roll. Yeah. yeah, I remember we listened to that when we were stoned in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> they got some more good songs out. And then too. I and then I thought it was only like six p.m. We're like, no, baby, that's a nine, not a six. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh crap, I, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> and I was like, it's only six p.m. <laughs> yeah, you go. Oh, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> that's right. Well, that was funny. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And do you, 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 you uh, talked about the last time I was there to get a haircut. You were telling me, I asked you, uh, well, I was like, why is there an oxygen tank in here? And you, I'll, I'll never forget, you said it so calmly. And you just told me, like, that's the beginning of the end, baby. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Well, it is. <laughs> it's the beginning of the end. How does that make you feel like when you think of that? What uh, goes through your mind? Oh, when I think about death? Like the process of slowly dying and knowing that it's happening now. Uh, How does that make you feel? I have a lot of faith. And... Like I said, I know only what I know, but what I do know, I know. I have a lot of faith, and I talk to God. I remember one time I was, I was, I was driving in my truck, and I hadn't been married maybe ten months, and all of a sudden, I was bawling so hard in driving. I, I mean. I hadn't followed that car or her in a long time. And I shouldn't have been driving, but I was. How old were you? How old was I? Yeah. Just oh, like yeah. kind of rough estimate. 37. Okay. 37, I guess. Okay. Maybe 40. I don't know. It only lasted 10 months. Around that time then? Yeah. And yeah, I forgot what I was saying. What did I say? You are talking about how you were balling in the, that, in the, the truck you were driving. Oh uh, yeah, that you were. Uh, he told me, "I if you want a divorce, then you pay for it, and you find the lawyer 
Yeah. And I said, well, why not? I've already paid for the wedding. Nobody oh. helped. Yeah. So, anyhow, that was one of my stupid mistakes. Never date a friend. Never date a friend. Friends, you need all the friends you can get. <laughs> no, I think you were talking about how you were crying, though. Well, I, I think wasn't. this was going back to like you're talking about God. Oh yes, I was. Uh, saying- I was driving down Lewis, and I was crying so hard I should have pulled off side the road, but I didn't. And then all of a sudden, I heard a deep voice, deep voice, go, "It'll be all right." I turned around and Whoa. looked while I was driving, and I mean, I looked and I'm. Looking behind I and down that was a big the floor. Truck. That was a big truck. Yeah. It scared the daylights out of me. I thought, who's in the truck with me? <laughs> and it was God telling me, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. You have to. I, I've learned. I don't. Because I don't know the correct ways of praying. And and I guess everybody has a way they pray. But I always pray. Lord, forgive me of all of my sins. Because a lot of sins that run through your mind, nasty thoughts, whatever, uh, that that's just a normal human thing. Right. Yeah. And so I can't remember everything, all the cuss words and everything that I can remember that I ain't supposed to say. <laughs> We've already said a few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> well, don't listen to me real clear, guys. I'm not all together yet. You're perfectly built. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> perfectly built. Yeah, for a little old grandma. I th- I always say I've lived a good life. Now, I wouldn't know the difference. Well, I would know the difference. I've watched my mama get beat up. I've yeah. watched my sister get beat up. And a lot of our relatives, female relatives. And I can't imagine any man beating a woman up, you know, that usually gets in bar fights. Right. And I just have, I seen a lot of stuff when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, living, staying with Grandpa and Grandma. And he had, he had, well, the house we lived in, it was apartment buildings. And the apartment buildings, and uh, these people would always get in fights. But I remember the ladies would get beat up, and Grandpa or the girls would come running up to the front porch, and uh, Grandpa would bring him in the house, or Grandma would bring him in the house. And Grandpa would go talk to the man. He didn't want to call the police, but he he would talk to him. And uh, of course, Grandpa was a very big man, very tall, big man, and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, he scared me to death. Your grandpa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a very big man. He'd have to bend his head down to walk through your door. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was that, and plus he was a big man. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin was real big, and grandpa and him always had to duck their head. <laughs> now, my house, they'd have to duck their head to watch the, for the fan because the fan would hit their heads. Mm. Yeah. So, 
I don't know where I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> I just get a rain fart here and a rain fart there. I don't know. I just float from here to floating there. <laughs> That's what's beautiful. We don't have to report to anyone. We're just talking. I don't know. I don't know where we got lost either. I'm, I'm pretty stoned, but I'm, I'm catching my thoughts, but it's. It's very at the very last second. <laughs> it's not like I'm doing a good job. Like at the very last second, I can hold on to it. <laughs> but it's taking me a little longer to process. <laughs> That's cute. Well, okay. Uh, I think we were talking about how you said you had a good life. You lived a good life. Oh, I lived. And you were talking life. about how everyone in your family is, and female relatives got beat up. They got beat up bad. I, I, you didn't allow that though, did you? No, no. I. You always. I knew when to leave. I. Uh, I won't take. I'm not a punching bag. I'd never done anything to make a man mad enough to hurt me. I've never done anything that bad. Right. But uh, I've been spanked and I've been shook, and well, spanked and shook. And cussed out, that's about it. I ain't never been hit. But I'm not a dummy. I know when to shut up. A man or a woman has a certain look on their face, and if you've been with that partner for at least three to four years, you know what that look looks like. Whoa. Yeah, it's, you know, I'll walk out, I'll walk, I'll whatever. <laughs> I think that's just my mom and them wouldn't shut up. They were fighters. Oh, so even if they gave the look, they didn't give. They didn't give a care. They were gonna continue. Oh yeah, mom didn't know when to shut up. Heck, daddy told her one time, Norman, if you don't shut your damn mouth, I'm gonna knock your teeth out. Well, you son of a bitch, you want him here? And she took him out and threw him and busted him. Daddy had to go down and buy her two new whatnots and a. Brand new pair of dentures. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> they fought like that all the time. And I guess I, I heard so much fighting and yelling and cussing and stuff that I just, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. So that's what put a stop to all the men that tried it. Yeah. The moment you realize that's who they're going to be, you left. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I always tell somebody, you date somebody for uh, six months, let's say nine months. After nine months living with somebody or dating them, you pretty well know them pretty good after nine months. But then again, there's you you can tell if they're going to be right for you or not. Do you have to keep looking out and make sure they're not doing this? Jealousy, it don't get you nowhere. Jealousy, you'll, you'll be a lonely person. You got to give and take. Yeah, you got to give and take. You got you to gotta listen. What do you mean? Uh, listen to them when they're talking, you know, like. like listen to each other? Yeah. I think a lot of, a lot of the thing is uh, once you start losing communication, that's when it's all downhill. Yeah. When you stop talking and you just start giving each other looks. That's when it's downhill. And it shouldn't be that way. You know, you should be able to talk it out. If I have an issue with you, 
I'll tell you. If you have an issue with me, tell me. But it's those times when you stop telling each other. Or you start to realize, oh, we don't even care to talk it out anymore. We're just going to... You guess, do your thing and I'll do mine. Right. But, you know, that's... I mean, I talk about it a lot. But that's why I, I love being in here. Because when we're in here and we're uninterrupted, no one's going to bother us. We're just two people talking. <laughs> I'm saying words. You're saying words. Yeah. Some of those words cause laughter. And some of those words cause... You to think. But that's all we're doing. We're just talking. And like it feels like such a privilege to be able to just sit here and talk about these things. Now these things are, are are nice to hear and like no one wants to hear that your relatives who are mostly female got beat up. No one wants to hear that. But I do think it's important to hear those stories. Yeah. Cause someone here could be listening and like, oh, I know someone that has gone through something similar. Like you said, you got to help each other. It's important to help each other. It's important to recognize when someone's in danger. Oh, yeah. Very much. Like you you, you put a stop to any form of violence. And at best, you were what? 150, if that? At what? When you were, when you were um, in those like situations where you, you got shook and... Oh, oh, you're you're already a little woman. Oh yeah, somebody. Yeah, I always thought if somebody would hit me, it'd snap my neck or it it would kill me. But that never stopped you from believing that you should be treated fairly. And if you weren't, then you would leave, no questions asked. And maybe the road got a little harder for you because you were leaving from you know, obviously uh, income together help from each other you know you were leaving all that because you're like no i'm not dealing with this like not a lot of people would do that not just up and leave but you weren't leaving because you were quitting you were leaving because now you started fearing for your safety yeah i've seen my sister and my mama beat up so bad i don't i don't mm -mm, mm -mm. you didn't allow it no i got certain uh and I'm pretty sure not standard, but uh morals. strong and there you go, that's what I want to start say. Morals. Strong morals. Very strong morals. I could never sleep naked. Can't help myself, I just can't. <laughs> just cannot. I guess because I'm a mom. Right. And I've had kids since I was fifteen. I always forget that. You had your first kid at fifteen. Yeah, I got pregnant at fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Then had a year later, and then I quit for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard for girls, and girls don't understand. I always said if I had hit the lottery or something like that, but I don't gamble. But if I did, I would open a place for young pregnant girls to get on their feet. Yeah, like a support. Uh huh, and uh, something. Just something that they could need help to get back on their feet and know how to take care of a child. How hard was it for you? If you don't mind me asking, you don't have to answer, by the way. Oh, well, it don't bother me. What was the question? Uh, at 15, this was around what? The 60s. The 60s. Early, you know, 
Kenny was born in 68. So you're a teenager in the mid to late 60s. Yeah, about 68. And now you're pregnant. How did you make it out of that at, at that age and that time? How did you persevere? Like, how were you able to? I thought that's the way life was. Daddy always said, uh, well, it's your kid. He said you what? T- my dad say, it's your kid. You take care of him. I couldn't go out on dates because, uh, well, it's kind of hard to take little kids and babies on dates. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard, but. And there were some bad times, but I would have never gave my kids up for nothing. Of course, in those days and times, you didn't give your kids up. The welfare would take them or something, but. Oh, wow. People wouldn't give their kids up usually. You've had some, some pretty big obstacles throughout your life. Yeah. <laughs> you're always smiling. That's my whole point, is you're always smiling. Well, I, I can look back at it now. I'm going, damn. Phew. I got out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I get no, what you mean. I never dated much. I never dated much. Do you ever feel like you have uh, uh, the one that got away? Does that exist in your world? Because um, I know, you, like you said, you never really, never really dated. Mm-mm. I guess that's why my marriage has never lasted. Mailman, he was the last one. <laughs> and he's still in there. He's still trying his dangus. <laughs> I mean, I take care of him. If he got down where he really needed me to take care of him, I'd take care of him out of respect. And right. all those years, he helped me raise my kids. It's an interesting thing that we do, right? This thing called life. Yeah, it depends on how you decide to take it. There's people who gets angry so easy. And it's always if this and if that and if this and if you. and Yeah. And I don't know why I just can't be around that. You, you know, you got to live your life with, uh, with optimism. Like oh, wait with, a minute. I don't know what that word is. Optimism, uh, like uh, positively. You gotta think positive. You gotta think. Good. Oh, you gotta think good. Yeah. You gotta know. You you gotta see something, and know that it's gonna become a good, a good result. And I don't think a lot of people, or well, at least maybe <laughs> what I see, but a lot of people don't don't just appreciate the things that they have now. And I used to be like that. I used to. I used to have things, and I didn't. I, well, I would take them for granted, like like electricity. Electricity, not not a lot of people can turn on a switch and light comes on. The whole world, like not a lot. We're we're pretty lucky to be able to do that. Oh yeah. You want you want you want um, warm air in the winter? You can do that here. You want cold air in the summer? You can do that here. I used I used to take all those things for granted. You know what I mean? Because. Uh, I I used to think like, oh well, this is how it is. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But then I then I bought the, then I bought this house and everything started changing. And maybe it's because I started paying bills. <laughs> 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 
but you but you do start to appreciate the the things that you work for because if I stop working right now, like I'll lose this house. You know, I still got to make mortgage payments on it. If I uh, if I stop paying the electricity, guess what? No more electricity. So like I'm thankful for for having being able to have a job. I'm thankful for electricity. I'm thankful for running water. I'm thankful for the for the necessities that that I need to live a a a good life. If you know, but those things those things are not should be preached more, and they're not. You know, we should understand like, hey, if you got running water and you woke up today and there was food in the fridge, like, hey man, like, be thankful that you have that. Cause that writes that in itself is a gift. Not a lot yeah. of not a lot of people in this world can be, be afforded that. It's one of the main reasons we're one of the fattest countries. Because it's <laughs> it's not that hard to eat here. That's true. You know, but I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'm not the only one. But what what I'm trying to say is those things make me grateful for them. For being able to enjoy some form of a life. And we've all been through things. You've been through things. I mean, you've talked about a few things. I've been through some things. Someone listening on this podcast, they've probably gone through some things. And that's what life is. Life is a constant up and down. It really is. You have the ultimate highs. And you have the ultimate lows. You know, and... That's why I'm just so thankful to be able to do this. Because at least I'll have evidence of the good times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they ever ask me, like, what were the good days like? I'm like, go listen to this episode. Those were the good times. There's nothing fancy about this. There's nothing special about what we're doing. We're just capturing this conversation. Yeah, I ain't never had a conversation Taped. Oh, I take that back. Going to court. (laughs) (laughs) But that was that late typing it. Well, there's no lawyers here. (laughs) (laughs) Well. But we're just, we're capturing the good times. You know what I mean? And that's why, that's why I get so happy. Like I I took, I went to go pick you up and I was like, I've been so excited today. You're like, what is he smoking? <laughs> <laughs> but this oh. is but this is why I keep doing this because it brings me so much <coughs> Uh oh. Was that a COVID call? Uh, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just a little joke. <laughs> For real, guys. Yeah. It's not a COVID cough. No. <laughs> um I forgot what I was talking about. I'm pretty stoned. That's some good stuff. That was awesome. You want to keep it going, or you you want to take a keep taking a break? Yeah, uh, let's take a break. <laughs> oh, I tried. I can smoke a cigarette. Yeah, go for okay. it. Okay, you can smoke a cigarette while we keep talking. Okay, but no, uh, no marijuana right now. <gasps> I mean, cigar. Oh, I just outed us. <laughs> 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 well. I'm I'm gonna say this is a no way I can't say it because then I'll incriminate. <laughs> incriminate? Like I'll make myself guilty. Oh, I was gonna say my strategy first mm-hmm. for saying this is a drug-free workplace. 
<laughs> no, drug free work. Oh. But this isn't even a drug. This isn't even a workplace. This is a. This is an. This is an oasis. This is where all your dreams come true. Well, at least for me. <laughs> at least know, for you. Yeah, you know, I always wanted to do this. I always wanted to, like, be. I always want to have a microphone and just talk. When I was, uh, I think, when I was around fifteen. 15, 14, 15, 16, around that age. My memory is getting foggy now. <laughs> but when I was around that age, I always like listened to this morning show mm-hmm. on the radio. And I always, they're like, I always wanted to be like them. Really? Yeah. Like that was, I was like, I want to be like them. I want to be, I want to have a radio show and I would just, I just want to talk to people. I always had that goal, but I never chased it. And it wasn't until like last year that I, Found out that I, I could finally afford some equipment, which is these microphones, a computer, and all this. And I was so scared. I was so scared to do it because, you know, you always have that fear of what are people going to think of me. Because, you know, people, I have, I have episodes that people listen to from, like, Japan. Really? Yeah. It's not a lot of people. I don't, I don't have a lot of people that follow. But I've seen my episodes all the way in Japan, and we're in the United States, and somehow my voice traveled all the way to Japan, and someone heard it. Oh, me dog! Like that makes me like that makes me go like, oh, that's freaky, you know? That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Must be a lonely person. <laughs> Maybe. But who knows who that person is? But. Even then, I always had that fear of, well, what are people going to think of me? Like, am I going to be annoying? Am I going to, to sound stupid? I always had, I always had these, you know, just bad thoughts about myself. Cause you know how they say you are your own worst critic. Oh, yeah. Like that was real. That was real with me. So I always had that fear. And even when I first started it, I, I still had fear. I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, there was times where I was second-guessing myself and I wanted to stop. Really? Yeah, because it just just pressure. you know, Pressure that you make in your own head. Uh, but then I realized I, I got my first, like, bad review. Like, someone didn't like the show. And I just realized, like, oh, that, that was it? You know, <laughs> you made this big, bad monster feel like it had control of what people were going to think of you. And I realized, like, People are either going to like it or not. There's always going to be both. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Just accept it. But as long as you're enjoying it, that's all that matters. I ain't never done nothing like this for my whole life. (laughs) How's it make you feel? It makes me feel very famous. Does it? Oh, my gosh. No. It's it's kind of embarrassing, but it's, it's not embarrassing. It's just regular talking. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, and that's... You are going to be famous, though, because people are going to hear this and be like, oh, my God, I didn't even know Trish smoked weed. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, honey, I've been doing it for umpteen years. I am an old hippie. I've been saying that for years. Me and God are working it out. <laughs> yes, I do. I do smoke the devil's lettuce plant. <laughs> terrible i don't think so 
my argument will always be it did come from the earth. I think we can both agree on that. We both can agree it comes from the earth. It's not man-made. It's not man-made. So, well. so there's there's an argument there is what I'm trying to say. Like if God said, hey, why'd you smoke weed? I'm like, well, you put it there. It's not like I didn't. It's not like I created it with my hands like meth. And God would tell you, don't you think Satan had a little to do with that? He's doing it everywhere he can do it. Now Satan has got a hold on. <laughs> it's all, all of Oklahoma. It, the devil's got a hold on us. Oh, no. We need you now. Well, listen. Lord. Well, listen, can you pass me that devil's lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you want to? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Are you okay? Yeah. May I borrow that light? I just, my body just, huh? Oh. Thank you. Sorry. No, your body what? My body just pops every movement I make. Is it harder for you to walk now? Uh, no, actually, but I put my. You, you look. You still look very fit. I. Uh, well, shoot, I'm down to 79 pounds. That's that's really not good. But I'm short, too. Yeah, I try to get you two quarter pounders with cheese, and you would only take one. <laughs> <laughs> For those listening. I was like, are you hungry? Before we do this, she's like, I can eat. And I try to get her two quarter pounders, and she's like, I can't. <laughs> I can't even finish one. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Oh, my goodness. You barely eat. I know. It's a something in my brain, I think. I don't feel like I've got cancer. I don't feel sick. And I do have, sometimes I get, what do they call it? Uh, I have a puffer. And I puff oh, on asthma. it. Asthma? Uh, well, something like asthma, yeah. I have a COPD. Same thing my sister died of. Oh. And my brother has the same thing. Oh, no. Yeah. Our mama used to make us light cigarettes on the stove when she uh, we were like 10, 11. Oh, so that's why you got it. Yeah. Because you've been around smoke your whole life. Yeah. Oh, no. And, uh, well, not everybody smokes in the family anymore. Junior don't smoke no more, but. He's on oxygen twenty four seven. I feel bad that we're no word lighting this room up with the sacred plant, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> There's smoke in the room. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I feel bad. I didn't know you had this. I think this is the first time you've told me. What? That you got C, what is it, COPD? Oh, COPD, yeah. It's from smoking. But I've, I'm old. I've seen a lot of death. And what do I want to say? The circle, the circle of life, yeah. You want some? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As we're talking about it, I pass you a cigar. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't judge me, whoever's listening. Imagine what your grandkids are going to think when they hear this one day. When they hear this? I won't. I don't promote it. I mean, I, I, do you know what social media is? 
it's uh, it's like uh um it's where people just get together and you share profiles so like friends for instance like let's say we created you a profile it would be um your first name last name a photo of you and then you can just write on there uh hi everyone this is my first day on facebook so then people would be like oh hi trish Again, you make friends online. Really? Yeah. Some people even fall in love via social media. Oh. Dating now is usually online. Oh, thank God I'm old. I'm not into the dating thing. I don't mind having dinner parties and stuff like that, but I or campouts even (laughs) with lots of people. But but that's how that's usually how you interact with people. So this show that I have, I have a, a profile on on the internet for it. And that's the only place that I... <laughs> wow, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that is a cough. Take some, a sip of your tea. Oh, yeah. I forgot I had that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you we're talking about the COPD and then we're just smoking a cigar. <laughs> no, I know what to expect, and I'm on my way out. I'm hoping God will let me have a heart attack and just go all at once. But I, my mom, my mom died a bad death. My sister died a dead bad death. I don't know. I mean, I know we listen to a lot of gospel music, but we also listen to Jelly Roll and. And uh, Yellow Fox, or Yellow Wolf. Yeah. And songs like that. Haven't been to a powwow yet, but uh, I don't think it's Memorial Weekend. It's Labor Day. Labor Weekend. Labor Day weekend, I think we go to the powwow. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the in Cherokee powwow. A lot of the creeks like going to the powwows better than they do the stomp dance. I'm not much one on. You want more? No. What's the first thing that comes to your mind right now? Boom, go. Camping. Camping. When was the last time you went camping? It's been. It's been before two years. Before COVID, right? Oh yeah. I remember you were fishing almost every weekend. Yeah, we. Well, I am too. I'm this tomorrow. I get paid. And I'm going down to get fishing license. Yeah, left me all of her fishing gear, and my God, my sister has everything. <laughs> and there's so many fishing poles. Gobs of fishing poles. That's awesome. I got a tag team along with you one day. I want to go with oh, you. Oh, you'd have a ball. You'd have a good time. When's the next time you think Cause about we don't, Well, we were talking about making a weekend up to go on a Sunday or a, a Saturday. You know, take two days off, yeah. Friday and Saturday, or Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And come back Sunday night, or come back Monday. Now, if I go camping, I'm going for the uh, fishing, is what I'd like to do. It's just go down to Keystone or wherever. I just want to go fishing. Do you? Oh, yeah, I just want to throw I don't touch them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can touch the minnows, and I can... 
can I can do the worms as long as they don't wiggle and look like a damn snake. I can I can touch them. Cannot touch a fish. I have to have a pair of gloves or a rag, and I always end up pulling that thing out of their mouth the wrong way, and then they bleed to death. And it, I'm not good at that. Well, it looks like if I go, I'm not going to be any help because I don't know how to fish. Oh, I know how to I know how to throw it. I got lots of fishing poles. <laughs> oh, it's just fun to throw it in there. My uh, my friend, she does this podcast with me. Um, she taught me. She took me fishing for the very first time, and I caught a little bass. But I released it into the ocean. I didn't want to keep them. The ocean or lake? <laughs> oh, okay. whoops! Lake. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> I put them back in the lake because. Um, Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> I don't. I don't eat fish. You don't. Mm-mm. Oh, so you just catch them and release them? I was raised on squirrels and rabbits. Oh wow! You know, what was your favorite? A squirrel, rabbit, rabbit. Yeah, rabbit. <laughs> it's got more meat than a squirrel does, but uh, yeah. <laughs> My ex told me he he is. Asked me if I'd ate. He used a word. I forgot what it was. Another word for pigeon. And he's ate pigeons. Mm. And I said, those things up there in the bridge, you ate those? And he goes, yeah, I eat those. He said, they're a, oh, what did he call I don't remember what he called them. But that people that are. Fancy? Fancy. Yeah. They eat I've heard, strange I've heard, things. I've heard pigeon is. Um... I forgot what the word is. They got twenty something different diseases. I know that. I heard pigeon is tasty. Well, I don't know. I've never ate any. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't try one. I can't even. I bought what do they call those little baby uh, banny chickens, or you know, the little one you get one whole chicken to yourself. And I had cooked them, and they're little banny chickens. Uh huh. And I couldn't eat it because it looked like a baby. Oh, no. Yes, I mean like a little baby chicken, just not even a teenager chicken. (gasps) And I said, oh, oh, hell, I can't eat that. So I gave it to the kids. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't eat it. It looked like a baby, a skinny little baby. Oh, no. He gave it to the kids. I, yeah, hell, they'll eat anything. My kids ate everything. But I know, I know how to make, uh, or I used to, let me rephrase that. I used to know, well, it'd come back to me if I really got thinking about it. Squirrel stew. Squirrel stew? Stew. Whoa. You use, it's like, well, rabbit stew, but fried rabbit's better. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Rabbits taste like chicken, quite a bit like a chicken. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never, I've never, I could never say that I've had either, either or. Well, I don't know how. I think the wild. We went fishing, but uh, I never, I couldn't eat catfish. Oh, okay. And that's all Grandpa never catches catfish. Mm. And, but I remember when I was young. The boards, boars, the big old pigs with the teeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, boars. Yeah, boars. And uh, 
Grandpa, all of us would go down these hills down by Flat Rock, and, and we'd go down these hills in that old truck of Grandpa's, and we'd camp out for the weekend. And uh, he'd always tell us, now, you see one of them boars, you see one of them pigs, now you start hollering, because they'll sure get you, and they'll bite you, and, the, and then you explain about the teeth and stuff. Yeah. That us kids scared to death of them things. Man, every time we'd go to the bathroom, you'd hear something <laughs> over there in the grass or the weeds. It was it was really wild. But they always caught a lot of fish, and we'd all have big old fish fries. That was it. That sounds beautiful. It, it was. You've always been outdoors, right? You've always been. You've always enjoyed going to oh lakes camping and, and outdoors and. I mean, I do remember so much. Like you, were always, I can't. You would be like, I can't this weekend. I'm going camping. Oh yeah, always camping, was, always camping. I did. I can't do it now, but I ain't got a truck either. But I just ain't got a dimming no more. But there, and unfortunately, I was the one that. Okay, here's some money. Go find this camp spot. Right. You know, and now I got the discount. The big discount, so I can go rent them. I just, just haven't. <laughs> well, we're gonna, we gotta go. I want to go. You'd like to go out for a camp out? Yeah, let's do it. Why oh, that, not? That would be fun. Why not? Yeah, it'd S- be fun. Sneak some of the devil's lettuce into the <laughs> into the campfire. Let's let's do it. <laughs> Just no rabbit, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember one time me and and the kids went fishing down there at Altmogi Lake. Yeah, Altmogi Lake, and we went down there. And went to start a fire, and I said, well, what in the world are you putting gasoline on that for, you stupid? I said, just like a white man. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, well, I, I can't find no no logs or anything. So he puts it on this tree uh, tree root. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden when he, when he lit it and we all jumped back, I mean, that tree just went up. No. Oh, it did. And it was a big fire. But Where it, was this at? Oh, old alt log. Old alt moggy lake. Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> and it finally died down when it when it died down. It died down. And it just had little red fire things on it. Yeah, the embers. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, when it did that, then all these uh, there was a centipede, and that sucker was long, and it must have had a hundred feet on it. <gasps> I mean, and it was a deep red. Yeah, I had never seen one that big, and they said if that had bit one of us, that it it probably killed us. It was one of the real poison ones. Whoa! Yeah, because I see the little things in the dirt sometimes, and, and you'll see lots of lots of lots of little legs on them. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's the freakiest thing. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I encounter one. I'm just like, whoa! I walk on the other side of the street. That's how much I respect them. I go to the other side of the street and walk on that side. <laughs> <laughs> I give him the entire I block. I go way out of my way. Uh, you take whatever you want, man. 
Okay, just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> They're freaky well, looking, man. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, and you can swim there, but and you can ride boats there because we went skiing there. Oh really? Yeah, my brother got a snake uh, wrapped around his ankle when he it didn't bite him. It just, I guess, when he was skiing, and he took his foot. Out of the ski and let the ski go, and it knocked the snake off of him. Whoa! And we're all we're all going, yeah, yeah, wow! (laughs) I didn't know my brother could do that, man. That's cool. And then when he got back shore, he was telling us what happened. (laughs) 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 We thought it looked pretty darn good out there. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I know we raised the kids up in Arkansas, and they have these vines that hang from the trees, like they do here. Mm-hmm. And they got, and they're pretty sturdy before they start rotting off. And they got those vines, and we were on the hill, and we'd swing on them vines <laughs> and try to be like Tarzan, and you know, <laughs> grab the next one. Yeah, the next one just broke, and, and there goes my little brother. <laughs> right down in that creek. <laughs> That's the best kind of swimming, I think, the creeks. They always have creeks up there. Oh, man. You could just, there's so many creeks that runs through there, and you can just pull off the side of the road and let the kids go play in the creek. That's so cool. It is. It It, it really is. We'd always do that. Park our car in the middle of it and just start washing it. <laughs> Were you always um, outdoors, even from a young age? Uh, did you like spending your time outside? I guess we did, yeah. Yeah, I think we did because I was little and we always went fishing with Grandpa. Uh, Daddy and him go fishing in the boat or Uncle Bill. It was a family thing. Being outdoors together? Yeah. Oh, it that's was, cool. it was, Yeah, we did a lot of family things. And then when... Now, my family would get mad at each other, and we wouldn't do anything. So I started, uh, well, you know me, I'm friendly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm over-friendly, but I'm not rude-friendly. I'm just really nice. (laughs) Too nice. Yeah, probably so. One would say too nice. But uh, I always invite people to go. I got some of the Mexicans' kids to... Uh, go camping with me and I took them with us and then they started taking their friends and their children yes because they thought camping was terrible you know I don't know what they thought it was going to be like but we partied down and got loud and everything else and (laughs) had a good time man and we usually do. Now we're older, so we play games a lot. We play a lot of uh, table games. Yeah. And the kids have got a lot of grown-up stupid games. Funny, funny, funny. You've always been very family, family-driven. family You always try to do every, as much as you can with your family. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, you are right. I do, don't I? I just like to see people have, I hate to see somebody down. I'm kind of an underdog picker-upper. 
Yeah. You know, if I see somebody getting abused or taken advantage of, you know, I... You're always a helping hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, my kids used to hate it because I would always have them girls that... Uh, and all them people that sat down at the barbershop with me. I would just... I don't know why. I'd just take You would take them in? Yeah. Yeah, I took a girl that was pregnant and she had an alcoholic boyfriend and he bit her one day. They were sleeping in my back room and I gave him blankets to cover up with and something to lay on and I offered him food. But it was uh, really raining really hard and everything. So I had him stay back in the back bedroom. Well, he got snuck out, got drunk, come back, and bit almost her cheek off. Whoa. Yeah, just tripped me out. Just totally tripped me out. <laughs> and uh, so, need to say, he got booted out, and I kept her and let her stay with me, and then we got a hold of some people uh, with the tribe, and they helped her. And I told him, I said, well, now you take this blanket. It was a real pretty fuzzy, fuzzy blanket. And you just remember what you went through, honey. You're too pretty to go through abuse like that. You're just too pretty. You're not a punching bag. Well, I don't know why he did that. Oh, I don't know why he did it either. But now you've got a big scar here where he was trying to bite her cheek off. It was really weird. And I've always had my preachers. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're okay. The uh, my preacher when we were, had church out there at uh, Jinx, he would have uh, big families, and he'd call me and say, "Cause I lived in that big house," and he'd say, "Hey Trish, would you uh, can you put up this family? Uh, they have no place to go." And I think it was uh. Mixed, she was white, the kids were part black, and there was like four or five of them, I think it was. But they stayed with me for like uh, 30 days, and I took them in, gave everybody some place to sleep, and bought blow-up mattresses, and (laughs) the house was so big, I, I could put people in it. Wow. And I took Kathy in, I took... uh, I didn't know all this. Oh, yeah, I'd I'd always take people in. My kids would get so mad at me. Mom, they're going to steal everything you got. They're going to kill us in your sleep. Oh, they ain't either. I said, all they want to do is crash. But one OD'd on cotton, something cotton. Oxycontin. Okay, I think that was the word. And uh, the hospital called me. So when the hospital called me, uh, I went down there, and I asked, oh, I called back, and I asked if I could come down and pray with her, because I said, she's not a skid row person, homeless person, and they said, yeah, so I went down there and prayed with her, and and then when she passed away, <laughs> Well, I've seen some real 
bad situations, real bad situations, and I don't know. I guess I just was always there for the underdog, trying to make their life a little easier. What kept you motivated to do that? Because you kept taking people in and taking people in. What kept you going? That law of faith. <laughs> I know everybody get mad at me because you're going to get killed, Trish. No, I don't know. Lived with me five years. She was a diabetic. My cousin dropped her. And when he dropped her, I felt sorry for her. So I brought her home. <laughs> and she didn't have no money for her medicine, no money for uh, um, that stuff you have to take, insulin. Yeah, oh, for diabetes? Mm-hmm. So I took her in. and So she'd clean house. Mom could not cook. We never let her cook. <laughs> she cooked one time, and nobody ate it. And she was so insulted. <laughs> but her being a diabetic, she don't put seasons in her food. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't know some things you do drain the juice out of. And I said, okay. All right. That's what we're going to do. You're going to clean house, and I'm going to do the cooking. I'll do cooking when I get off work. I remember a lot of times I'd work till eight, seven thirty, or eight o'clock. Yeah, I'd work late, but I did like what I did for a living. And it, I always tell the girls, find something you like, something you like to do. Because if not, you can think of more excuses to not go to work. And I guess when I did that, uh, they gave me a choice between uh, barbering. Um, see, barbering, making saddles, leather work, and upholstering furniture. Who is they? Uh, the welfare, the welfare department, and I was one of the successful ones. The welfare department asked you what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Gave me a training. Oh, they I put see. me through school to learn a trade. Oh, I see what you're saying. And. Uh, those were the trades they had. Oh, barbershop. Mm-hmm. So I took bar. Excuse me. I took barbering. And that worked really good for me. Yeah, because it took. It's a nine month course. But it took me a year, because I had to have kids come off the house and help me memorize the the thing for the next day in the test and everything. Wow. Yeah, and the kids liked me at at this barber college, so. It all worked out good. I'd get them high and, <laughs> <laughs> and make them something to eat, and they'd help me study. And oh. I'd memorize. Boy, I'd memorize, memorize, memorize. Really? Yeah. That's the only way I can do a song. I have to memorize it, memorize it, memorize it. Play it over and over and over again, and then have it down on a piece of paper so I can read it at the same time. I make sure that that's what that word says. <laughs> You found a way to do it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's a lot of memory. It did. I had a good memory. I did have a good memory. 
Had a beautiful voice too, but I lost that too. <laughs> oh, you still got it. No, you still got it. I sing bass. Mama sing tenor. <laughs> no, jumping. That was beautiful. I want the full. I want the full version. I'm here for the full version. Give me the full version. I don't want to tease I don't know it all. <laughs> well, you want to call it a, a night? We're going on two hours. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what time is it? Uh, eight forty-five. Okay, let's call it a night. Let's call it a night. We got plenty of laughs in here. We went all over the place. <laughs> we, did. we did not. We did not stay on topic. For those that listen to this episode, I just want to say, I love this woman <laughs> sitting across from me very much. I love you, Trish. Every, I love everything, you too. Uh, everything about you just makes me so happy that I've met someone like you. Oh, really, I appreciate that. It really is a blessing. Yeah, I've, I've always, I've always felt like you're one of the toughest women I've ever met. That's what my granddaughter thinks. You, you, you never gave in. You know. Well, it's because everybody said you can't do it. Oh, she's retarded. She can't do it. She's retarded. I was labeled being mentally retarded. I said I ain't no more mentally retarded than man in the moon. I said, I have a reading disability. Yes, I'm not real smart. I'm ignorant at a whole bunch of stuff. But once I learn what it is or what it does, then I ain't ignorant no more. That's just because nobody took time to teach me. Right. Yeah. I figured that all out. It took me forever. I was probably 50 years old when I figured that out. But you never gave in. No. No. Even though it took you longer, you still figured it out. Well, my morals are so strong. I didn't have to sleep with somebody to make it. I went through school, took care of my mama and my grandma that was bed fast. Mama was blind to one eye, lost one leg. And I took care of her. I cooked. No, mama washed clothes. And take care of Grandma during the day in the wheelchair. <laughs> and just very determined women. We can do it. We can do it. And just what you have to put in your mind is, I can do it. I know I can do it. Well, I can do it if somebody helps me. <laughs> <laughs> you did it all on your own. I did do something I didn't think I could ever do. Now I can play change, uh, make change. Uh, I can. Uh, I don't know how to work cash register, but I did pretty good when I was at the barber shop making change. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, maybe not the greatest. Sometimes I give away a fifty dollar bill here and there. Oh no! <laughs> I'd be so tired. I'd be so tired. Yeah. I did like that barbershop. It was a very family orinated barbershop. It was the best. It was very unusual. That's why I feel very lucky to still be able to recreate that with you. <laughs> We're just having barbershop talk all over again, over and over and over again. Yeah, I still got all that stuff. 
Isn't it still in storage? Uh, well, no, it's in my garage. I got my barber chairs. I've, I think I'm going to sell them. I just had never got around to it. Now, I do have some... I got some hairballs. Did I ever show you the hairballs? I I did not make... Well, I made these, but I did not know I made these. They're different sizes. Some are hard as a rock. Some are very large. Some are very small. Some are real mushy, where they were just getting ready to turn into a ball. Remember those boxes, that box that I would always kick around? Yeah. It actually rolled the hair into balls. Whoa. I got DNA of everybody. I said, man, if I wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> now, now, this is my sixth thinking, but if I wanted to kill somebody and really put them to the test, I'd take them hair balls and tear them up and throw the hair all over where I was. All over. Imprints and everything. They'd have to go through all those DNAs just to get to a fingerprint. So. Why are you thinking like this? I don't know. I was just a thought I had, and I just wanted to share it with you. (laughs) What the hell? When did you go on? When did this turn dark? I was like, wait. (laughs) Hell. (laughs) <laughs> I was trying to say that <laughs> Oh that's that's nothing. I was just trying to say that I appreciate who you are because I love being around you. Now there's finally there's proof of our relationship because of this conversation I'll forever be grateful for that. <laughs> Cuz I'm going to listen to this when I'm your age. I'm going to listen to this in my final week of life. You're going to be with me forever. As long as I'm alive, you're going to be with me. And if anyone's listening to this and they hear us laughing, just know that I never took it for granted. I love laughing with you. <laughs> I, I really do. It's one of my favorite things to do as I'm, as I'm alive is to laugh with you. I love it. I think it's wonderful. (laughs) You can find friends everywhere. Everywhere. The good friends you can't find all the time. That's the way I look at it. I always said I'm a good friend to have. And if you lose me as a friend, you you lost the best friend you would ever have. I had to prove that once or twice. Yeah. Not you and I. Huh? Not you and I, though. Oh, no. No. We're what? We're good. 30, 34 years apart? Because uh, I'm 30. You're 30. I'm going on 69. So that's 30, uh, 39 years. You're 39 years older than me. 39 years older. Like our age doesn't matter. Because we laugh just like anyone else. (laughs) Well, that's true. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, oh. (laughs) What the? You keep hitting the microphone. (laughs) I'm sorry. Freak me out. (laughs) We should call it a night.
Okay, let's call it a night. Trish, I love you. Thank you for doing this for me. I hope we can do more episodes. We will. I'm gonna. I want to record as many as we can till the very end. I love you. Thank you, friends. We laughed a lot, but we had a good time. You're not. <laughs>